Hello, and welcome to episode three of Fiduciary Fitness. I'm your host, Tom Leveroni, retirement plan specialist at WFG. In today's episode, we are going to answer the question, what is retirement readiness? But first, a quick word from the good folks at Compliance. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial and Washington Financial Group are separate non-affiliated entities. And I'm now, I'm joined on the show today with Joe DeNoyer, CEO of WFG. Hey, Tom. Joe, how are we today? Great, thank you. And we are also joined by Colin Clark, Retirement Plan Specialist at WFG. Hey, Tom. Thanks for joining us, Colin. Well, you didn't ask me how I'm doing. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. You look like you're doing great. All right. Um, Today's topic is retirement readiness. I am ready to retire, Colin, but in your world or our world, what does retirement readiness mean? Oh, gosh. Uh, Retirement readiness. Essentially, at Washington Financial Group, we define retirement readiness as being able to essentially replace your income during your longest period of unemployment and maintain your standard of living, whether it's planned or unplanned. Longest period of unemployment. I like that. Is that uh, something you coined or came up with? Uh, I would would defer to our uh, illustrious CEO. Oh, yeah, sure. I've been been, uh, honored to... uh, to work with for the past nine years and uh, for many, many uh, uh, employee engagement seminar where we've talked about that. But joking aside, longest period of unemployment, that could be a long time, right? Yeah, so you, when we ever, whenever you see the commercials for retirement on TV, it's always this 65-year-old stud who's ripped and walking down the beach and all happy-go-lucky. And Like Colin. Yeah, like Colin. And their partner spouse is always happy-go-lucky and we're like, is that reality? When most people get to retirement, it is one of the most intimidating decisions they can make. And the reason it's most intimidating is because they do need to replace their paycheck. Expenses don't go away. Um, And the reason we call it the longest period of unemployment is most folks, you know, if they make it to 65, are going to live, based on mortality tables, another 20 to 25 years without a paycheck. So we're 85 years old or so, somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Yeah, you could be my grandmother who was 99 and didn't have a paycheck for 34 years. That is a long time not to have a paycheck. Well, and we keep running into people, uh, you know, I ask for a show of hands, like who's related to someone who's lived into their 90s? Uh, my grandfather lived till he was 96. Uh, now it's, we're asking people who's, you know, lived into their hundreds. And I get, you know, about 25% of the rooms raising their hand that they know someone or related to someone that's, that's lived a long time. So longevity risk is what we speak in Finglish financial English, well, you know, longevity risk is something that we're trying to manage and is get that people tra- ready. Is English trademark? Did you trademark <laughs> that, Colin? I hope so. <laughs> Nobody certainly speaks a lot yeah. of it. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that longevity because I, I was listening to the radio the other day and I caught like the last end of it and I'm not sure it's true or not, but I heard that somebody born today could possibly live to be 120 years old. So that's a really long, long time of being unemployed. Well, yeah. kale's in style right uh, now. Kale, yes. Kale yeah. chips. So. <laughs> Um, so replacing our paycheck, very important. Um, more important than it used to be, maybe for our parents or than it used to be uh, back then as it is I, now? I don't think it's more important, um, but it's really up to the employee a little bit more than it was in the past. Whether it's they had, you know, our parents or our parents' parents had pension plans, not all of them, um, but frankly, people are living longer. We're more consumers now, so during your working years, it's a little bit harder to save. Um, and then, 
you know, kids still live in the basement until they're 40. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of pressures financially for folks, but it's not more important. It's just a little bit more in the forefront as we have more and more responsibility to take care of ourselves during retirement. As opposed to with somebody else taking care of us before? Or, I mean, well, a couple of factors. You had some people had defined benefit plans that, that paid part of their paycheck. Like pensions. Pensions. Uh, yeah. And frankly, people weren't living as long. You know, right. um, so, so you had to replace this paycheck for a shorter period of time, sure. which required a little less money. But it's, again, it's always been a, a really big factor in people's overall financial health is do they have enough money to retire with dignity? Right. Well, ever since the 1980s, we made this switch to defined contribution plans, things like 401ks, things like 403Bs, essentially workplace retirement plans where you have to put your money aside and you have to make the sacrifice out of your paycheck. And really, frankly, the truth is not every employer has the funding or has the program set up to, to match those dollars or to contribute dollars into the plan. So really, the shift has gone to the employee to make sure you're, sure you're saving for your future. And, and that's, you know, it's easy to do. It's out of your paycheck. It's just really yeah, hard. real easy when everybody else is trying to get your money to your kids, the yeah. loans, the rent. It's not easy, but right. <laughs> important. So, so there's been kind of a shift from defined benefit pension plans to defined contribution plans where we're kind of more responsible now for saving. For, yeah, this for is the first time. generation, this baby boomer generation. We call it the 401k generation because they're the first ones that are really retiring. So we're getting tons of data coming at us because people are retiring in, you know, in, in large numbers right now. And we're seeing what is retirement readiness? Are people really ready to replace their paycheck? So if we're talking about income and retirement, the question we always get, Social Security, you know, how, how does that play a role in terms of being retirement ready? I think it's a, well, not, I know it's a huge factor. Um, you know, many people discount or they chuckle, oh, Social Security won't be there. But Social Security is a foundational component to somebody's retirement readiness for most folks. Um, it was never designed to be America's retirement plan is designed to supplement America's retirement. So, you know, when we look at retirement readiness, all the a lot of 401k vendors and record keepers have these great tools to figure out how much you actually have or projected to have in retirement, and they always include this foundational level of some form of social security. And for many folks, it could be a substantial port, 20 to 40 percent of sure. their paycheck okay. in retirement could be from social security. So we can't discount the importance of it. The, the next question when we talk about retirement readiness is, why do employers care? I mean, that's what, what should be a next question. Um, and, and all the studies show when it comes to retirement readiness that the more financially comfortable folks can become, their employees can become, uh, many good things happen for the employer. There's overall reduced benefit costs, um, employees that are a little bit more comfortable with understanding retirement readiness, however they define it, they tend to save a little bit more. Um, and it, it improves their feeling about their organization or their employer. It picks up efficiencies in retirement plans. You have more and more people saving more. So retirement readiness is not only something that your employees think about every day. It, in our opinion, is something that um, plan sponsors, folks who sponsor these retirement plans, should actually be focused on helping their employees understand how to get to retirement readiness because it reduces the overall financial stress, therefore increases productivity, and frankly, the value of the benefit that you're providing for these employees. There's really a couple ways to measure retirement readiness, and we really encourage, as retirement planning consultants, we're really encouraging all of the employees to utilize those tools that Joe mentioned. It's very easy to do. Not every vendor has the same type of tool, but almost all of them have what's called a retirement income calculator, and they're going to factor in Social Security. You can plug in outside data. It's kind of garbage in, garbage out, but at, at an individual employee level, 
you know, the number one question I get is, hey, am I on track to retire someday? Yeah. And there's a way, there's a tool that you can use to kind of help figure out and give you peace of mind, what I call the sleep at night factor. But from the employer side, you know, to just, you know, parlay off what Joe's saying about, you know, increased productivity, uh, better, you know, workplace, um, uh, you know, efficiencies, productivity, you know, pl measuring plan health. So can I get a 50,000 foot view of how my employees are doing? Are they retirement ready? And that's really what employers should be asking their service providers to measure and evaluate for them. Those retirement plan calculators that are out there, they're, they're very simple to use, right? And very helpful. They um, are. Um, so I'd encourage people to take a look at that. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, if you have any questions that you would like to address in future episodes, shoot us an email at info at washfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to Washington Financial Group's Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. Connect with us at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you access your podcast. Until next time.